No, I'm not ready. Well, tough. Oh. Recording for the last 20 minutes. Oh. Hello, everyone. This is one-on-one RPG, World Beyond the Witchlight. Um, my name is uh, Tony, otherwise known as Two Copper Pieces. You really struggled there for that one. I'm eating chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> right. I thought you were confused about which one of us you were. No, no, I'm just like... The chocolate has melted and stuck to the packet, and now I'm trying, but now it's kind of unmelted. <laughs> so I'm trying to eat it off directly off of the packet. Fair enough. I'm Who are Elliot. You? <laughs> I'm Elliot, also known as. I nearly said Ichabod. That's not right this time. Also known as Bo. And this time in The More You Bow, Bo hates celery. Why? It just doesn't like the stuff. They say it's more calories to eat it than you get from it. It doesn't taste very pleasant. It tastes like grass, frankly. It's not. It's not good. It's not like a hilarious story along with it. It's just a bit of you know character quirk. Mm, nice scraping the bottom of the barrel already. Oh, <laughs> you have no idea what the bottom of the barrel is until we get to like the fiftieth episode of this. All right. Well, if you like um, this sort of back and forth, <laughs> and what follows it? Can you please leave us a review on iTunes or some other podcast app? And could you share, like, subscribe, all that other stuff, and follow us on Threads? Or whatever else. Is Threads even still a thing? I don't know if it's still a thing. <laughs> At this point. Is where yeah. you could say that about Twitter. Is Twitter still a thing? <laughs> yeah, I think it still is. Just still it's still in the zeitgeist, just about. And um yeah, nice. And I've got a big talk question for you. I've got a big talk answer for you as soon as you tell me what it is. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what your answer is. No, nor do I. I don't know what the question is yet. All right. Well, let's rectify that situation. Ah. Um, do you believe we are alone in the universe? Well, no, you're here with me. Uh, I have my family here with me as well. But uh, that's uh, what I was going to say. Because <laughs> even the question, do you believe we are alone in the universe? That's an oxymoronic question. Darn right. It's a moronic question. <laughs> Makes no sense. I um, think the chances of us being alone in the universe are very low because I think the chances of us. Not without into... some catastrophic event. Yeah, it's well. Uh, there is a there is a th- theory, and I can't think of the scientist's name. Jim who... the scientist. Jim the scientist's theory. Yes, who that states that we must. It's like the Fermi paradox. I think mm. we there must be some sort of catastrophic. Catas- yeah, I can't even speak. Catastrophic event happening to stop all these other civilizations from be existing to find us. Yeah. Because there's no way we're the most advanced race in the universe. It's a lot more eloquent than I've just explained it. Yeah, I, I have heard that before as well. The idea that um, there must be some more advanced civilization out there in the universe than us. Mm. And I don't think that's true. I think there could be plenty of um, life forms that are not as advanced as us out there. Yeah, yeah. Because if there was a more advanced one than us, I mean, if there was a considerably more advanced one than us, perhaps they would have found us by now. Perhaps they have, and it's all a secret. Like, um, you know, the Star Trek episodes where they pretend to look like the people and just go down and mill about. Wait, you mean that that ape person I saw with pointy ears and a weird-shaped forehead wasn't a human? No, that was a mirror. Oh, <laughs> no. My secret shame. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think it's unlikely um, that, uh, uh, in any case, let's have a listener question. Perhaps there'll be... Uh, There'll be some nice meat on that bone as well. Okay. This one comes to us straight from our old friend, Evil Ryan. He says, did you ever watch the TV show Grimm? Mm. And because it's a very specific question, I'm going to expand on it a little bit and say, or what is your favorite fairy tale related media? Mm. Well, um, I really liked the OG question. I thought it was top quality. <laughs> um, but after that, it just got a bit uh, pandery, I think. Ooh. I think the expansion makes the question because it's like the difference between Coke and Coke Clear or whatever it was from the from the 80s. P- P- they released it and then people were like, we don't like this. And then they released Coke Classic and then people were like, yeah, this is great again. Mm. I think that's a false equivalence because <laughs> Coke, Coke Clear has the word Coke in it, whereas your question didn't have Grimm in it at all. So it's an, like it's an entirely different question. In fact. Ah. But uh, <laughs> But it doesn't matter because we don't answer any of these questions, at least nope. not at this stage. Nope. Mm. Um, in any case, let's uh, let's crack on, shall we? Uh, so you did the before you bow. Um, yep. I'm going to ask you some questions. No, the more you bow. The before more you... you bow. What do you like? 
the bore your bow. That's a completely different bit. <laughs> I wonder what that bit is like. Um, I'm going to ask you some questions for this recap, like a pop quiz. Mm-hmm. And uh, you try and answer them and fill in the, fill in the gaps for the listener. Who oh, okay. Has, who can't, um, you know. Remember? Recall? Can't remember exactly. Or maybe they've just not listened before. And this is they're just jumping in at this stage for some reason. I, I, well, I had a snappy, a snappy recap, but let's do it your way. Oh, go on then. Do your recap. We're in the Fey world, peeps, and it's crazy. Everyone loved it. Yeah, I know. Now, now, now you. You go. <laughs> Was that it? Yeah. All right. Um, so um, you have uh, entered the Fey world. Uh, do you know which part of the Fey world you're aiming for? Prismia is where I'm aiming for. Where I am, I have absolutely no clue. Nice. And who came through with you? Well, Fiverr came through willingly. Mm -hmm. And in the process of flying as fast as I could through the portal, I accidentally fumbled it, tumbled in with Thacko, the very unpleasant clown man. Was it an accident? I don't remember it being an accident. I thought, yeah, no, it was just he was stood in the way and I was like, move, move, get out the way. And accidentally bumped into him, shoulder barged him in. Uh, no, nothing could have been done, really. Because mm. I feel like if you'd have shouted, move, move, get out the way, whatever powers that be were controlling Thacko <laughs> might have had a chance to uh, <laughs> dive out of the way. Uh, no, may I remember it's Thacko went, Whoa. All right. So this is a recap, right? So we get, <laughs> we're starting off with the false information. <laughs> um, so you... Uh, so in, in any case, Elliot answered the question wrong. <laughs> he deliberately tackled Thacko to bring him into the portal <laughs> because he loved Thacko so much <laughs> and couldn't imagine going this adventure without that uh, <laughs> annoying clown that tried to beat him up. Um, and also, I think, uh, why did you want to bring him with you? Did you because feel like you owed he, someone something or something? Because A, because he's an adult and he might have better information than I do as a smaller child. Well, a larger child, but a smaller adult. B, Mr. Light or Mr. Witch, I forget which one it was, tried to imply that they were only doing... Thacko was only made king of the carnival so that they could give him a, air quotes, holiday, air quotes. (laughs) Which means they didn't like him as much as I don't like him. Yeah, so you're doing, you're kind of doing them a favour by bringing him into the Feywild with you. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Nice. Uh, so why are you in the Feywild? There's a key thing. Yeah. Why are you trying to get here? Why did you come here? Big answer, because I'm a dwarf trapped in a fairy's body and I, I want to be turned back into a dwarf again. Mm. And um, have you got any other reasons to be in the Feywild that aren't necessarily your own personal reasons? Like, Yes, I do. I have to find Derlacron's son, mm-hmm. Dar. Who's Derlacron? Derlacron was the... The displacer beast who could speak, which was a new one on me, that uh, I actually know. I left I left Kettlesteam, my friend, with a centaur woman and a displacer beast to look after because her mind had started to go because her patron was an archfey called Sabilna. Checking my notes there. Sabilna, who has gone missing. I am trying to find Sabilna because I think uh, she's in trouble. Rescue her get turned back into a dwarf as my reward and also find star along the way. Uh, nice. And um, so now that you're here, uh, what are you hoping to do once you finish hurtling out of the portal? Take a long rest. <laughs> I have, I, I'm a barbarian, but instead of a rage, I have rainbow fairy armor, which is like a chitinous layer of armor that uh, surrounds me. But I, I have no uses of that left, and I have two hit points left. So basically, a strong wind is going to knock me down. All right. Well, where you currently stand, you stand at the edge of a raised and broken causeway under a hazy twilight sky. Uh, the causeway, which is built from pale stones that uh, glow faintly from within, uh, towers over the surrounding landscape. But large sections of it have crumbled away. The parts that remain in place are separated by large gaps where portions have collapsed. Um, From where you stand, can you see on the map? Oh, sorry, I'm on the wrong page. Oh, wow, yes. All right, so from where you stand, which is here, can you see the the writing? Uh, No, there is no no writing on my map. Yeah, no worries. So you've got a very good vantage point. So you can see this tower that's uh, tipping over. It's such a crazy world that they've got these towers that lean. Yeah. <laughs> like 
can't even imagine that in real life. Um, and then uh, you see this it's, hill off in the distance. It's a real piece of imagination. <laughs> yep. And then uh, you also see uh, this really large tree stump. And it's been, it looks like it's been cut down by who or what, who knows, with this whole like network of things running through the roots and stuff like jetties, that. Jetties, it looks like jetties. Mm. And um, you also see um, a place to the left of that, which looks like a swamp with lots of huts and shacks. And right at the top, just through the mists. Oh, I didn't even see it up there. Yep. You can, it's not in, it doesn't seem to be in this particular area, but you can see a very uh, attractive looking uh, castle, a Disney-like castle even. Uh, On my view, it is very well hidden behind clouds. So that explains why I didn't see it. Mm. But yeah, you can just about see some of the spires at different levels and stuff like that. A couple of trees growing on top of them. I'm sorry, just to come back to one of the ones you skipped over a little earlier. Is that a mountain with feet? Uh, yeah, it looks like it. Okay, excellent. We'll just take that on the nose and just carry on. Mm, nice. Um, and then a fog-shrouded swamp spreads out below you in all directions. And up from its murk wafts the smell of rotting plants. Oh. Also rising from the swamp is the music of nature, a discordant symphony of croaking frogs and singing birds. And as you take in all of this that surrounds you, having come through the portal, you hear a rather angry, disgruntled voice saying, oh, why did you push me in here? And then uh, you see Thacko marching towards you with his arms outstretched. You need to calm down. You are in my way. I was coming through the portal. <laughs> I was being crowned and coronated, and you just pushed me through the hole. It was a fake ceremony, man. They were only doing it to get you into the portal themselves. Fake ceremony, man. You're a fake man. He slaps you on the head. Do I take two points of damage? No, you don't take damage. Because <laughs> if so, I'm down. It's just it's just a like a pat. Yeah, no, I know what you're doing. <clears throat> you, stop it. <laughs> you need to listen to me. I've but- been here before. This is place is the worst and if you want to survive you've got to do what i say why did you bring me here because mr witch and mr light wanted you here why because apparently you're such a downer they didn't want you at the carnival anymore (laughs) he looks very aghast when you say this and he takes several steps back dramatically puts his hand against his chest me a downer (laughs) i don't believe so miserable even your face paint has started to droop I do that on purpose. It's the part of the bit. You just don't understand true comedy. What bit? <laughs> just miserable. The sad clown. Clowns are happy, but I've got a sad face. It's a perfect contrast. No one wants sad clowns. That's not a thing. You want happy clowns. That's why clowns are happy. I'm above that base level humour. This is sophisticated. I went to I went to college to learn how to do this. I believe that because you're an excellent balloonist, but no. <laughs> no, that was just a part-time hobby that I picked up when I was a kid. <laughs> well, we're going to need all your skills to survive here. What? Making, place... making balloons? Yeah. And being a sad clown? No, be a happy clown. That's not, I don't have those skills. Just like do this. And I literally push his cheeks up and trying to smear his, his cup. He slaps your hands away (laughs) and he, he uh, marches away from you. Uh, There was a, the place where the portal um, basically uh, spat you out Mm -hmm. is just above this, uh, this causeway. And he sort of goes to where you landed and just sort of like jumping up into the air. There's no portal there for him to reach for. It's just clear sky. He's trying to get there. Um, And you hear another say, Hey, what's up with that guy, man? He looks like that other guy from from the carnival. He is that other guy from the carnival, and he's a jerk. Whoa. <laughs> Alternate reality, man. <laughs> no, no. It's the same guy. We brought him with us. By we, I mean I, Royal We. I brought him with us into the Feywild with us. Oh, we brought him. She does uh, air quotes. We brought him with us to the Feywild. Air quotes. <laughs> and uh, every time I emphasize a word, just imagine air quotes around it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he <laughs> is a jerk. I, I don't know what air quotes means. I was going to say, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm not 100% sure either, but I'm. you've overused them. I can tell you that much. Mm. So I shouldn't overuse these. Yes. Thacko, come back. No, he's jumping. <laughs> It's not going to work. The portal's gone, Thacko. (laughs) 
he keeps jumping but um as uh as you kind of uh, look around in slight dismay perhaps um in the distant sky uh you spot a great balloon made of patchwork material oh seems to be uh suddenly spinning out of control as though punctured causing the wicker basket that hangs from it to swing wildly uh, the balloon plunges out of sight disappearing into the fog appro- approximately a mile away um, landing around there somewhere okay what, what was that man i don't know i have the same information you have oh and he said and then she said, i don't know either that's not air quotes man <laughs> you you rich, literally don't know literally <laughs> oh. right rule number one don't give your anyone your name mm. rule number two don't try to kill anything that isn't currently trying to kill you okay rule number three don't eat anything without trying to talk to it first, because some things you think of food are not food, and some things you think of things are food. Aren't all things... Aren't all, isn't all food things? Not here, and not. And rule number four, don't make any deals, unless you're being ridiculously specific. That's a lot of rules, man. I four thought the rules. free world was all about the whimsy. Four, wall, four rules, Fiverr. Four rules. Let's... Okay, the week. I don't care about that balloon person. We Thacko, need... man. Oh yeah, Thacko. Thacko. You know who was a jerk? What? The L- witch and light. They were jerks because they wanted you gone. And they. You're obliged. What they... do you think? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on your side now. You just came and pushed me through the hole. We're the only people you know here, Thacko. What are you going to do? Stay here jumping at nothing? I'm going to do it for a little while longer. And then I'm probably going to get Stockholm Syndrome. And then what? I'm going to fall in love with you. Is that the plan? No. Well, it's already working. He starts to jump up. <laughs> jump up at the hole. Okay, now I'm really regretting this. I didn't... <laughs> I don't like Thacko that much. <laughs> that just makes me like you more. Oh. Um, so, uh, how are we going to get down from here, man? Uh, well, I have wings. Oh, good for you, man. Good for you. I can carry you one at a time. My rings are my wings are real wings, not like Thacko's wings. Okay, man. I think right. So, Bavlorna Blightstraw lives in a rambling, and then I didn't write down the other word, which is really annoying. Man, rambling man. Yeah, isn't that a song, man? Rambling cottage. No, I don't think that's a song, man. No, it isn't. Right. Can we see from our perception, uh, vantage point, a rambling cottage anywhere? See a rambling fairy, man. <laughs> but no, I, I don't see no rambling cottage, man. Not from here. Oh. I see a a, a, slant, a slanted tower, a big tall hill with a keyhole in it. Uh, I see a, a tree trunk where a bunch of... Uh, well, basically, that's where I'm from, man. What? Yeah. You're, you're from the fairy world as well? Of course, man. I'm a big talking bunny. Oh, I, I just presumed you were, you know, from the material plane. Nah, man. I'm a hair and gone. Well, now you're a there and gone. <laughs> Good try, man. Absolutely. Um, Just so we're clear, whilst we're in the fey world, I might try and get a bit tricksy. I don't want to, but being in this place does strange things to you. Right. What? <laughs> Let's well, well. Let's make our way to the tree trunk then, the the stump, because that's hopefully then we'll be able to find someone who knows something about Bavlorna, because Bavlorna was the one that Scott Kettlesteam's charm. You don't want to go to that tree trunk, man. What's wrong with the tree stub, man? The I'm not a man, man. Sorry, those, man. <laughs> yeah, you say man. Oh, this, those are uh, that. That's where my family's from, and my family is bad news, man. You're. Your family's bad news? Yeah, man. Well, where's where's the best place to go then? Do you have any... Oh, well, I don't know about best place, but I know that uh, we probably just want to go home, man. We can't go home until I become a real dwarf again. Can't you just fake it, man? Do I... Ah, it's me, Bear. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me just stitch up some leather and some iron. So, so we can put on some battle armor, pa. Do you think that'll fool my dad? Mm, maybe, man. No. Uh, let me ask. Is your is your dad an idiot, man? Thacko is not my dad. Huh? Thacko is not my dad. 
No, he's he's going to be your boyfriend, man. Oh, that's what he said. Yeah, no, that was what he said. You're quite correct. But uh, okay, let's go, man. Well, the 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 other sign of civilization you said were the, were these huts up north in the swamp, yeah. Oh yeah, good guys there, man. They they uh, there's a there's a king and uh, there's a bunch of toads. Okay, cool. Let's let's go there. Uh, okay. Also. And this is a complete aside. Please don't tell Thacko. Last time I was here, I came in with my father's great axe. I went back without it. And I, I want to turn back into a dwarf. <laughs> I can be a dwarf. But I, I worry I won't be able to go home without my father's great axe. So keep an eye out for a dwarven great axe while we're here. What does a dwarven great axe look like, man? It's a big double-sided axe. That is made of iron. It's very unusual to have iron in the Feywild. They really don't like it. That probably should have been one of the rules, but you stopped me before I was finished. No iron. No iron. Sounds like a deficiency, man. Lots of spinach. No iron. (laughs) How am I going to get down, man? I I pick Fiverr up under the armpit. I shout over my shoulder. Thacko, we're we're going now. Are you going to come? You're going to catch up with us. We're heading to the swamp village of the Toad Men. I'll use my wings. Okay. Pensive, but yeah. Um, so uh, you pick fire, fire, you try to pick five up. Can you make a strength check? Because you're, as a fairy, what are you, a tiny? I'm I'm uh, small, in fact, it's I think. Or as Fiverr is, uh, I think she's medium. Oh, but well, I am strong. So hopefully that has, uh, it's in my favor. So just a check, yeah? Mm-hmm. Athletics or just, just a check? Well, it doesn't matter. They're both the same. Athletics. Ooh. Seven. Nice. Uh, yeah, you go. You sort of hook your arms under Fiverr's arms, and um, it's like uh, you you feel really strong. It's almost like picking up a feather. And there's this um, magical glow that um, suddenly uh, appears and oscillates around Fiverr. He says, "Well, you're really good at this, man." What is that? You are you doing that, or is that me? Am I doing that? I don't know, man. You're you're holding on to me, man. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm just going to get you downstairs down quick before the whatever this is wears off. <laughs> okay, man. Yeah, it's like uh, it's, it's like you're not carrying anything at all. But well, I am touching five. Five is not an illusion or something, right? Uh, yeah, she's uh, you are hooked. You've got her hooked under your arms. Good. Uh, you can feel it like a, a very light pressure, like as if you're carrying like um like a a shopping bag full of uh, well barely full, I guess. Five, did you just cast a spell? Are you, is this like Featherfall or something? Yeah, man. Are you going to extrapolate on that? Are you going to expand on it? Are you going to say more? Well, just in case, man. No, yeah, no. It's good. Good chat. Good chat. Yeah. Wee, man. <laughs> Wee. She's, enjoying, she's enjoying the flight. Yep, Fiverr's enjoying the flight now as well. It's it's nice to have someone optimistic on, on side rather than <laughs> such a downer. I fly horizontally down so I don't just drop exactly under the bridge and I try and make it a, a, at least over the river. Uh, nice. Uh, you when you land just over the river, you look over your shoulder. You see, uh, you see Thacko up there, uh, still standing there on the. He's just standing there on the edge, looking at you now. Uh, about uh, from that distance, probably about half a mile away. Wow, we got far. Yeah, it's a pretty big place. That wow, that 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 spell was amazing. You are brilliant. Thanks, man. Uh, Does it look like he's going to follow us? You think? At the moment, it looks like he's standing there looking sort of forlorn and defeated, man. All right, we're, we're going to stop and have a short rest here then, uh, see if he catches up to us. Okay. And um, Yeah, you stop. You, ha- you can enjoy a short rest. <sighs> Spend my one hit die. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so do you uh, do you want to say anything while you're having your rest to Fiverr? You'll look up, but uh, you'll still see the silhouette of Vako just standing on the end- edge of the um, the causeway there. Yes, I rolled a nine on my d12. Uh, I say to Fiverr, I, I usually, uh, I usually try to keep my emotions to myself, and you know, I don't like wearing my heart on my sleeve. But my father was very, uh, very distant to me and very judgmental. It's, it really messed me up. Yeah, everyone can tell, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, not, it's not as secret as you think. Um, yeah. So uh, one one night while I was <clears throat> one night while I was practicing sewing till my hands bled. I wasn't doing it very long. I just wasn't a very good sewer. Mm. 
my uh, I had fingers a, with the needles, I guess, man. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. I had a t- rat tat tapping at the window and I looked up and I saw a unicorn horn. And as I opened the window and stuck my head out, there was a unicorn. Yeah, I know. Shocking. Outside. And it said, hey, welcome to the fairy world. I'll teach you to sew. And I said, oh, wow. Yes. Thank you, please, Mr. Unicorn. He said, yeah, come on then. I said, uh, is it dangerous in the fairy world? Oh, no. Only a little bit. So I grabbed my father's axe because that was in the workshop. He, he hung, hang it, hung it above the door. I grabbed my father's axe and I, I journeyed into the Feywild to learn how to sew. But unfortunately, I got trapped in the Feywild, turned into a fairy, lost the axe, all round, bad trip. I thought we were bonded, man. Why are you telling me this made-up story? <laughs> Every... Can't it. Hmm? Well, how did you come to the material plane then, Fiverr? I fell in a mushroom circle. Yeah, that's that's how I got into the Feywild in the first place. Yeah, but y- your story had preposterous things in it. Axes? No. Sewing? No. Windows? No, you said a unicorn came to your window and asked if you wanted to come to the Feywild so it could teach you to sew. Unicorns are amazing special creatures, man, but they have hooves and they can't sew. You're a liar, man. All right, looking back on it now, I was a bit naive. That didn't occur to me until you've just said it. It's okay, man. Your dad really messed you up, everyone knows. Absolutely. I um it's okay, I you actually don't know if I can sew now. I don't know if I can sew now. Uh, the, my time in the Feywild has muddled my mind so much. I don't actually know if I can sew. I think I might have PTSS, post-traumatic sew syndrome. She just shakes her head. <laughs> Absolutely, she does. But then her ears prick up and... Um, seems like Fiverr has noticed something and her eyes are wider than you've ever seen them. They're always like um, slightly just more than half closed at all times and a very relaxed look. And she's uh, looking uh, to the right, to the left. Her nose starts twitching. What? What is it? You hear that, man? It's the no. song. The song. What What song? Make a perception check. Oh, which D20 out of one I'll fail at this time. Perception is one. Yep. That's five. Uh, yeah, it takes you, uh, you. You sort of strain your ears. You can't seem to hear very much. You start to hear a bit of a muttering. But as as the muttering grows louder, Fiverr gets more tense. Um, as you've kind of stopped just before the uh, other broken bit of causeway, um, Fiverr jumps to her feet. And then uh, you see her hop so high. She gets to the top of the causeway. Wow. <laughs> and um, she looks down at you. Um, but then uh, before you can react, you suddenly hear with sticks and stones, we'll break your nose, we'll beat you blind and steal your clothes. But none among us can compare to one wily, swift and stand up hair, scarfed as glorious, deep, notorious, his deeds are truly meritorious. Then there's a pause. Is the pause a herringon pause? No, it's just a pause. I was just making making a herringon joke. Then uh, under one of the archways in the... Um, in, in this causeway, you see silhouette, pointed ears, silhouettes uh, getting closer and larger. I hide as quick as I can, but like you say, in, in the brush. Singing with a wink and a grin, he'll show his cunning. A flash of his scarf, he'll take off running. Quick as a bolt, his long scarf trailing. Gasping, grasping, you'll end up flailing. You'll pout, you'll moan, you'll half, you'll sneer. Thanks to Agden, long scarf. Brigand Prince or Prismere. And then... Uh, um, we're in Prismere then, that's a good sign. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, one of these rabbits, you can see them in full view now. Uh, they look similar to Fiverr, different colours um, of, of any of the... Uh, just if you think of rabbits and the different colours they are, this these this seems to show the whole spectrum of different colours rabbits can be, except they're hair and gone. Um, yep. They're wearing more sort of roguish clothes than Fiverr, who wears more sort of loungy, slouchy, hippie-ish stuff. <laughs> and uh, some of them have like scars, some of them have eye patches and stuff like that. Um, one of them steps forward. She's holding this big, like um, a gourd, a bit like a, a bit like a watermelon-sized thing, yeah. and it's got this uh, massive cork stopper in it. And um, did I have time to hide, or have they seen me already? Um, so we can smell you there in the in in the long grass. Come out! I am Jebek. I stand up. Oh, oh! I didn't see you there. No, you didn't. But we saw you. You this is a me. robbery. Oh, oh. Yes, if you resist, we'll beat you black and blue. And then the five other hair and gone aside her all like clench their fists and pump them and go, yeah. And uh, 
He says, but we don't want any mere trinkets of yours. I release my statuette of rats. I was gripping it very tightly. All right. <laughs> he said, we just want one of your memories. That all? Oh, yeah. One of your memories. And then uh, she opens the uh, cork on the gourd. You just need to think real hard and it'll come in here. And then you hear a voice say, just tell her, just just share that uh, memory you told me, man. It's made up anyway. You might as well just give it up. That's my external monologue. Ignore it. <laughs> they they haven't even flinched at the sound of fiver. <laughs> I, is, there, is there a specific kind of memory you want or any memory? Any memory. Uh, ideally a happy memory. We need to take them back to Agden Longscarf. And he's the greatest rogue that ever was. Yes. Of course. Did you not hear the song? Of course. Uh, should we sing it again? No. <laughs> no. I would be embarrassed for you. As uh, as um, they stand there, you see uh, two more Herringon uh, approaching on the backs of um, giant snails. Whoa, whoa. Let's not be hasty. Well, why don't you be hasty and hurry up and share your memory? Okay, okay, okay. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. I I put my fingers to my temples as if that's going to help. <laughs> and I start rubbing them. I think really hard about celery. It's only because it's just on my mind because of the more you bow. And I th- I think really hard about how much I hate celery. And the last time I ate celery and my mum tried to hide it in a salad and feed it to me. And obviously one big mouthful of the saddle, I was like, Bleh! and I had to pick all of the celery out and then eat whoa, the Whoa, whoa, whoa. They, they slam uh, uh, the cork stopper on the gourd. So don't be giving us bad memories. Look, it's starting to rot. And then you see that um, some of the skin of the watermelon gourd has started to crease up. Ah, okay. It's got to be a happy memory. It's your last uh, chance, man. You're gonna, are you going to give us a happy memory? I'll try, I'll try. I'll just... Don't do it, man. Don't do it. it. It'll be gone forever. You won't be able to remember it anymore. I, yeah, I understand how that works. Thank, thank you. Is that how it works? Can I not just share a memory and keep my memory? No, that would be just telling us your memory. This one needs to go into the gourd. The gourd will remember. Okay. I think about the day where I first escaped from the Feywild and made it back to the material plane. Nice. And uh, how did you feel when you uh, escaped from the Feywild? Overjoyed. It was, there was a mirror and I managed to somehow, I found a mirror without a reflection. Somehow I managed to step through that mirror back into the material plane. And it was it was inside my house and I heard my family downstairs. But then I realized that I was a fairy. And so I ran. But for the briefest moment where I was in my house for the first time for eight years, I was the happiest I've been in a long time. Mm. Uh, Yeah, the gourd seems to like swell and plump up a bit. And then they put the stopper on it when you seem to be done. Uh, When you um, are no longer really focusing on your memory you feel like a bit of an empty space um in your mind now and that's one one happy memory less uh, you're also... like trying to remember a dream after you've woken up yeah you also get um you also acquire um a new less happy memory as you look at all of the hair and gone around you they seem to be making fun of how you're rubbing your temples and stuff and giggling and nudging each other you be careful i'll put this memory in i'll do it i'm crazy Got the stopper on, man. Acton Longscarf is much obliged. And then uh, they turn around and then they look up at the um, causeway and they say, hey, Fiverr, we'll see you back. And then they march off and then uh, Fiverr hops down towards you. So, How'd they see my back, man? I was facing them. I don't I don't know. Maybe they had the snails behind. Ugh, I don't want to think about a snails behind. <laughs> um, then uh, next to you, you hear a voice say, what memory to give them? I bet you gave them a memory of how you uh, charged through and barged me into the Feywild. But that was your happiest memory, wasn't it? I can still remember doing that, so no. Or it was when you embarrassed me in front of everyone when we were locked in mortal combat flying above the tent. No, you you we surprised. Look, you weren't involved in my happy memory, like at all, because I can still remember every interaction with you. Uh, right, so where are you heading? We're heading to the... The Frog King and the Toad People's Village. But also, I've rolled a three. And also, I uh, 
I just we want be careful because things can shift and change in the Fey world. I know, man. I grew up here, man. I was saying it for Thacko's sake, Fiver. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, what a guide you will be, he says uh, gruffly. Um, and uh, yet you head off towards uh, towards that swamp that you saw from up on the causeway. Yeah. Um, there's uh, a river uh, nearby, and everything is quite marshy and boggy. Yeah. Uh, it all seems to be receding a bit. Um, and then you reach, uh, it looks like, uh, so you described one of the hags as living in, uh, what was that? A, a rambling cottage. Mm. So you come across a building. I don't know if you would describe it as a cottage or not. Uh, let me just share a picture of it with you. Uh, and you, if you want to tell the listener uh, what the cottage or what this building, sorry, looks like to you. It looks like a standard stone cottage two story but this second story is mainly just the roof so i'm assuming it's an attic there is a smoky chimney coming out of the top very traditional there is a basement and i know that because the entire building is out of the floor and walking around on hundreds of little legs mm. kind of like the luggage from Discworld. yeah would you describe that as rambling well if they're all walking in the same direction yeah would you describe it as a cottage <laughs> I would also describe it as a cottage. We found that was quick. <laughs> well, you found what seems to be a rambling cottage. I say, everyone, get ready. <laughs> it this might uh, be the fight of our lives. As you sort of motion to uh, like focus on the cottage, the co- this cottage walks in your direction and then turns and then all of the legs bend and um, suddenly the door is at uh, ground level as the basement sinks into the water because it's sort of at the moment walking through the river. Careful, it's coming straight for us. Uh, <laughs> and uh, a ramp just uh, shifts out from under the door so you can... Step- kind of kind of looks like the, the, the house is sticking its tongue out at us. <laughs> yeah, the ramp... Uh, doesn't look like a tongue. I put my foot tentatively on the, the ramp and it goes there. Yeah, it feels quite firm and wooden. <laughs> Is the door open or closed? It's closed, but like loosely closed. It's like slightly ajar, I guess. I I bravely go up to the door. I look back to make sure my companions are still with me. I then I'm at is this should should I should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? Uh no, they're they're ready to go in as well. But, well, it's what we've come for, isn't it? So yeah, man. Let's get in. I knock three times. Okay. I push the door open. Uh, as you push the door open, uh, you see what appears to be um, an inn. So you can see inside dozens, uh, oh, outside, uh, you can actually see dozens of tiny orbs of pale light buzzing around the exterior like flies. Um, and uh, inside you see um, an elderly woman uh, sort of standing behind a bar uh, cleaning glasses, and uh, she just invites you over. As you uh, sit in here, you can see a few herring gone. You can see a few fairies, a few um, frog-like people, um, and you can see uh, a few like human-looking people. You also see, um, she, I mean, it's it's a very much a solid person, but if, if you uh, had only glanced at it, you would think this was like a someone's shadow or something. But um, yeah. Turn on closer inspection, very solid, very sinister looking face, just nattering away to some uh, frog person who uh, the frog person were incredibly fine clothes. And um, when you walk in, the innkeeper who was uh, cleaning the glasses, oh, welcome, welcome, new visitors. It's good to have a couple of fairies aboard. I, I siddle up to the bar. Is there an empty bar stool or anything? Yeah, there's three empty bar stools. I plant myself on the bar stool. I put one elbow on the bar and the other hand on my hip. And I lean forward in like a gruff manner. But because I'm a fairy size, it doesn't really come across. Yep. Hail, be you Bavlorna? Uh, no, I wish. No, I don't wish. I hate Bavlorna. Never call me that. I am Sue Harabax. And this is my inn at the end of the road. Okay. I don't see a road, but that's never stopped the Feywild before. Uh, where do we seek Bavlorna? Where may we find her? Ugh, Bavlorna, you don't want to find her. She's bad news. She's stolen something from a friend of mine. She's stolen Ooh. something from a lot of us. In Zabilna's time, this inn was a talk of Prismere. But now Bavlorna's taken over. 
it's just not doing the business it uh, it used to. You look around and you see like reasonable business, but it must have been really jumping. Uh, yeah, it did used to jump, but now the legs are too tired. <laughs> uh, yes, you see, a friend of mine had something stolen by, by a very pretty blonde girl in a pig mask. Do you know of her? Th- your friend? My friend, yes. Not my friend, the pretty girl in the pig mask. Uh, uh, let me just roll a history check. Oh, yeah, I know of her. Fifteen on the die, that's not bad. Fifteen on the dice. Um, and uh, says, oh, yeah, I think I know what you mean. She's one of... Uh, She's one of the hag's uh, right-hand people and part of the uh, League of Malevolence, I imagine. I think they can uh, they can go back and forth between the material plane and the Feywild, especially at this time of year. You know, it's the time of year for that uh, that stupid carnival. Yeah, that that carnival was stupid. Yeah, they dress a bunch of um, bunch of people from the material plane up as like fake fairies and things like that. Not like us uh, and us real fairies. And she uh, nods at um, nods at Thacko as well. Does Thacko. she have wings? Uh, yeah, she has wings. Is she like humanoid size, human sized? She's human sized. That's oh, a big fairy. Are you a are you a fairy godmother? <laughs> no, I'm I'm Sue Harabax. <laughs> I'm the innkeeper. I'm nobody's godmother. Um, I would love it though if Sabilna could come back. Ah, and... yes, yes, yes. Where's uh, where's Sabilna? Well, I've heard that. Uh, She's trapped in her palace. I don't know any more than that, I'm afraid. How do we get to her palace? I don't know any more than that, I'm afraid. Did you not did you not hear when I said I, that? I thought you might have still known the location of it. Well, it's up there. Up there in the mists, but it's hard to pass through the mists. Uh, you'd need a guide, but I am no guide. Where may we find such a guide? I don't know. It's a bit random, this place. You'd have to just happen upon one, or perhaps someone will come up in the adventures. Okay. We were heading to the Toad Village. Is is that uh, the location of which you're headed? Or are you just wandering around aimlessly? Well, we're heading away from there. I'd steer clear from there if I were you. I look at Fiverr as if she's giving me bad advice. What? Why? What's going on there? Well, that's where Pavlona lives. Okay, well, yes. Excellent. No. You go- what? Pavlona's awful. And yeah, so- no, absolutely she is. Her and her cute assistant, who I have no strong feelings for one way or the other. (laughs) You seem like you're new to the Feywild. I'm an old hat. I just don't remember it. Well, this particular domain has its own rules. And then uh, five is, oh, more rules, man. What are the rules? Well, uh, Zabilna put in place the rule of hospitality. That is when a friend, an enemy or a stranger enters your home, you're expected to be gracious and accommodating to them until such time as they prove by their words or actions undeserving of such hospitality. That's why I'm being so kind to you now and also because I want your business. And does it matter if you're invited or not for that or as long as you just turn up and enter? No, if you if a stranger enters your home, invited or not, you have to treat them well. Oh, excellent. If you are breaking in, that might be an action that suggests you're undeserving of the of hospitality. So you've got to sneak in, okay? Well, well it's in that could also be construed that way if you think about it. Really, like if if you had sneaked into my bedroom, I might construe that as uh, undeserving of hospitality. So we're going to hope she leaves her doors open. I think if she feels that you've entered uh, with any uh, well anyone, if anyone feels that you've entered in some sort of untoward, I don't know why this is so hard for you to understand. Because you said enemies. How would an enemy get in without... Uh, no, you're right. You're right. I'm being stupid. Sorry. An enemy might knock on the door. They might turn up with uh, a gift or something like that. It doesn't matter if you don't like them or not. You still have to be hospitable to them. Okay. Okay. Mm. The other, there's two more, is the rule of ownership. You must not steal from a friend, an enemy, or a stranger. To take something that doesn't belong to you without the rightful owner's permission is a crime. An un- and an unforgivable breach of etiquette. So if I just said no to the Agden Longscarf's troop, they couldn't have taken my memory? Well, they might have beat you black and blue. That's what they usually say, isn't it? These are yeah. the rules, but Zabilna's not in charge anymore. The, uh, the hags claim to continue to enforce them, but uh, I, don't, I think they're slipping, and some people get special privileges. I was going to ask... But... A, about the third rule, and B, what happens if you break the rules? Well, I'll tell you about that. Um, the rule of reciprocity. 
When a friend, an enemy, or a stranger offers you a gift, you are obliged to accept it and offer something of comparable value, be it a gift or a service, in return. Such reciprocation need not happen immediately. So don't worry about paying your tab immediately as she um, plants three drinks in front of you. Excellent. Yeah, these are. This will quench the thirst. Yeah, these are very like thick syrupy drinks with a little bit of froth on top, sort of yellowish in colour. Still brings my dwarven side back out. <laughs> Tastes very sweet, like uh, almost like uh, caramel. I, I smack my lips loudly. Oh, that that hits the spot. <laughs> well, Zabilna um, ruled when she ruled Prismere. People wouldn't dare violate her rules, and. Uh, some who did violate their rules, you wouldn't often see them again. The rules do remain in force with the uh, uh, with the uh, with this uh, new group of hags, of course. But the circumstances are slightly different. It seems like um, they have a very self centered view of ownership, and uh, Bavlorna claims ownership for all of uh, Hither. This is Hither. What's I thought this was Prismere. Hither is part of Prismere. There's um, Hither, Thither. And yon. It's separate area for each of the three hags. Yes, they've carved. I, I smile to myself as I've pieced together a great mystery. Hmm. Uh, and yes, they each each of them claim ownership of their own area. It's very difficult to get from one area to the other without a guide, and even more difficult to get to the uh, to the Palace of Heart's Desire. Okay, so this entire swamp area is hither. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, and they are far less inclined to punish those who break the rules than Zabilna was. And uh, it's not even uh, it's not always clear if a, uh, if and when a rule has been broken. So uh, when they uh, when those uh, brigands try and steal your memory, for example, um, just the act enough is is not really enough to do anything. And as the as those brigands are in Bavlorna's good books, they're unlikely to face any sort of consequences for what they do. Wait. So since I gave them my memory. Don't they have to then give me something of equivocal retur- value in return? Did you not hear me when I explained how they can kind of get away with doing whatever they want? Ah, no, yes. Sorry, I was just kind of hoping that I, I got a gift out of it. Never mind. Well, I, I suppose they they would probably uh, maintain the pretense of the rules, but they might say that your gift is your life. Appreciate it or something like that. Something equally roguish. Um, but those of us that... Um, that Miss Sabilna, which is most of us, we still try to uphold these rules. So if you want to be on people's good side, you won't you won't break them with uh, most people. It's up to you to try and navigate this uh, in this time. Of course, very uh, turbulent time. And um, five. So where? Where? Uh, oh, sorry, five. Five. You've got a little something on your muzzle there. And she's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Rules, 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 man. It's too much, man. Then she uh, drinks. Uh, she downs the whole drink and then starts uh, hopping away. You, you got a moustache. Five, five a moustache. All right, she, she'll deal with it later. Uh, wait, is she leaving or is she just hopping around uh, way to a different table? Just hopping around the inn. Oh, thank goodness! I thought she was leaving. So where where are you heading now, Harabax? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Five. I see you. Hi, Harabax. Where are you? Where is the inn at the end of the road going now? Away from downfall, certainly. Possibly to the Slanty Tower. Maybe we'll go and give aid to that uh, that air balloon that crashed. They probably need an inn to stay in. Someone who flies an air balloon, they're probably quite guideful, wouldn't you say? Uh, maybe. I mean, they crashed their air balloon, so they're probably not the best of, or safest of guides. Yeah, no, that's true. But I, I'm travelling with a, a grumpy clown and a, a, and a cake thrower. Well, no, cake eater. No, cake thrower. So I, my options are limited. So, uh, would you mind if we had a a, a long rest while you head, we head to the the location of the crashed balloon? Uh, no, certainly. Although um, that would require, or well, I would probably expect a, a greater reciprocation for that. But once again, it needn't happen immediately. Um, I suspect your greater reciprocation will be the freeing of Sabilna. No, that's a bit grandiose. <laughs> We deal in trinkets here in the Feywild. Have you have you got any good trinkets you could offer for your stay? I check my parachute pants. Bear with me a second. Just I just don't want. I also you know this is this is kind of how things work here. I don't want you to go around thinking you can just tell everyone you're going to free Sabilna and that'll be it. Because uh, you know, looking well, at, I don't think you're the one to free Sabilna. It's very ambitious, of course. 
but um, well, I that would be taking a lot on faith there. You understand? I, yeah, right. absolutely. I thought I'd found a, a loophole, but you've seen through it. Yeah, well, us locals don't like it when uh, people like the brigands use loopholes to get around things. We we miss it how it was before. I do have an item in my pack called a Feywild trinket, and I have absolutely no idea what it is. Okay, let's have a look. Roll a d100. Oh, okay. Probably something we should have done in character creation, but here we are. Here we go. 78. All right, 78. Um, you uh, take out the trinket that means ever so much to you. You've probably had this since you left the Feywild the first time. This is <laughs> and in, in this very similar condition. You have a child's parasol covered in moss and leaves. These are some big parachute pants. <laughs> they are indeed. Uh, do you have any, uh, does any reason come to mind for you having this child's parasol? It doesn't have to have been found in the Feywild, but it could have been. This child's parasol had the exact reverse effect. As I held it up while it was sunny, it rained underneath it. And that's why it's all mossy and things, because they got damp. And unfortunately... The, the moss and the, the damp have clogged it up now, so it doesn't rain anymore. But I still hold on to it. Okie dokie. Fair enough. Because as a, as a fairy, I'm very fey of skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you offering it to her for um, your chance to stay at the place? This is a trusted and beloved object. I would like to purchase one night's stay. Well, one, yeah, one night's stay and a future night's stay. It just... Two... Nights for all three of us. You don't need to be so formal about it. Yes, you can all stay. Uh, yes, give me the parasol. This will get you one night, certainly. That, that's a equal reciprocation. If you want another night, you'll have to come back with some more trinkets. They're, they're littered all over the place, my friend. Okay. And pretty much this is how we deal with here. Uh, we deal with things here. I hear in the material plane, they use these, like, uh, these coins of, of silver and gold and copper. But we don't use anything like that here. Has to be a trinket. Yeah, I know. Metal's hard to come by here. Look, if you get really stuck, you'll see the occasional wishing well here or there, and um, you might be able to find a trinket around there. I'm a, I'm allowed to grab something out of a wishing well? Is that not like... Uh, does it, no one own the, own the wishing well? Am I not getting any in trouble? Just making sure. Why don't you just go and have <laughs> and have the experience at some point? Okay. Thank you very much for your help, Harabax. I'm going Ooh. to go to bed now. And if you want to call me Harabax, it's Mrs. Harabax. Oh, sorry, Mrs. Harabax. Sorry, Mrs. Harabax. <laughs> no worries. Um, all right. Uh, do you want to do anything else here? Talk to anyone else? Or do you want to head up to have your long rest? Does Mrs. Harabax or anyone about the inn have a needle and thread at all? Uh, yeah, you can go around. Uh, Ms. Yeah, Sue Harabax has a needle and thread if you ask her for it. She says, yes, yeah, here you go. Uh, you can reciprocate this favor anytime. Thank you very much. I I pull out two separate scraps of cloth and I hold the needle and thread in my hand and my I I go move my hand towards the the pieces of cloth to start sewing them and my hand starts to shake violently. I'm like, no, no. Echo says, what 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 are you doing? What what's going on here? I I'm trying to sew, but I I have uh, some pretty holes yeah. in fingers. I look, I, every time I start trying to sew, I hear my father's voice in the back of my head going, you're a failure, boo. You'll never be a good battle sewer like me, battle tailor. He says, uh, give it here. And he goes, he goes to grab it unless you, uh, unless you. Uh, uh, no, no, I, I'm like, whoa. And he takes it off me. Uh, nice. Uh, what do you, what do you want? What's this for? Well, I was just seeing if I could sew. Oh, okay. Can, can, can Thacko sew? That I sewed these wings. I, I made this costume. He like plucks it. As much as I don't like the costume itself, the wings are quite well well made. It's all reasonably stitched together. Whether you think it looks uh, attractive or not, it's it's um you know quality. Yeah. That's what I said. That's what I said. And um, he said, "Yeah, I, I am. A, I can sew. Of course, I can. What do you What do you need? Do you need something patched up? Can you teach me to sew, Thacko? Mm, all right. But you tell me more about your dad. He sounds like a smart fella. He was the best." battle tailor in our clan uh, as you um as you tell him about your dad um you he does things like uh he gets you to hold your one hand up and then uh imagine you're holding a needle and, <laughs> like trying to thread it through between your fingers not on your fingers you keep um 
going near uh, almost getting it between your fingers but then you end up poking your own finger again and he's like stuff like that but uh, after a little while with this imaginary needle in your hand you're managing to get it through the gaps (laughs) i i all the while i'm talking about how good a sewer my dad is and how he he's he can sew a full suit of armor in half a day and thako keeps saying like yeah 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 but tell him about what he thinks of you that's why i want to know oh he keeps uh, it kind of uh, looking for those sorts of stories. And um, every time you're telling, saying something a bit sad or a bit dis- depressing, he's like, <laughs> yeah, sounds like a clever man. I, t- I tell him about how his nickname for me is Test because he, he kept saying I was a Test sent by Moradin. <laughs> he's like, oh, now you're my Test. I might start calling you Test. That's, that's my dad's special nickname for me. <laughs> no, you don't. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't do that. Oh, sorry. I pick up the cloth off the table and wipe my eyes. <laughs> no. And um, he says, don't. But um, yeah, there's a needle sticking out. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I jab my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you failed again, Test. And he, um, he takes it back from you. But uh, yeah, we'll keep working on this. Um, so after a, a bit of so, you do get slightly better at it. You When you eventually you take the needle, you're able to pass it between your fingers a couple of times without um, actually pricking yourself. But then you also, it's a bit hit and miss. Um, <laughs> Just like my finger. Yeah. Um, you'll have your long rest so you can have all your stuff back. Um, when you wake up the next day, um, you've got Thacko there, Fiverr's there. And when you head out of the inn, you find yourself... Uh, you find the inn, in fact, parked in front of the crashed uh, hot air balloon. It seems to have travelled there overnight because uh, it just keeps getting up and moving every so often. And uh, they did say they were moving away from downfall. Thank you, Miss Harabax. <laughs> uh, not at all. Just uh, you can just settle up your bill uh, anytime. Anytime you see me coming. I will do, Miss Harabax. Thank you very much, Miss Harabax. <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, let's leave it there for now uh, with uh, this hot air balloon right in front of you. <laughs> Uh, a lot more character development from uh, from Bo. I love it. Yeah, nice. Um, let me just tell you something about this uh, hot air balloon. Um, so, uh, let's see, not that. This is the, there it is. Uh, yeah. So you see, um, as you step out of, um, if you step out of the inn, you see the hot air balloon ha- uh, hanging off one of the crenellations of the slanted tower that you saw earlier. So you've actually gone quite far back from where you were before. Um, it's dangling there and um, you hear you can't see anything. But as you sort of stand in front of the dangling balloon, you do hear a voice saying, um, Psst, you there, I need your help, please. Um, but you also see sort of nestled at the moment, relaxing around the tower, uh, a couple of snakes. Don't, <laughs> says, but uh, we'll stop there. And oh, dear. That later. Um, but yeah, cool. Um, so we had a listener question. What was the, list? Uh, the double, uh, the double or the twofold listener question? Twofold listener question. First part was the actual listener question from Evil Ryan. It said, did you ever watch the TV show Grimm? Mm. Uh, I... I think I've seen one episode of Grimm uh, and it wasn't around the time it came out and I, it was a bit dated by the time I saw it and I didn't watch much more than that. How about you? I did. I saw a few seasons in. I didn't see when it started to get, I, I can't even say weird because that's kind mm. of when for people who've seen the show, this will make sense. People who haven't seen the show won't make any sense. When he first went to the other police station and saw that all the other police officers at that station were and i forget what the name of it was i'm going to say vogel mm-hmm. they cool. they were they were all fairy tale creatures over there yeah so that's when i uh, stopped watching but after that my wife carried on watching it without me so i have i don't want to spoil any of the show any of the show because there was a lot of law there and i do like a lot of law mm. yeah sounds good nice and what was your other question the expansion of it was, what's your favourite fairy tale media or me- fairy tale in media? Cool. Well, obviously, one-on-one RPG, uh, the uh, Wild Beyond the Witchlight. I think that's got to be the best one. Right of course. Um, aside from that, do you have any uh, any others? I like some interwoven uh, fairy tales. I like things that build up, like I say, lore, uh, build up and make a fairy tale world. So I like a bit of Shrek. I like a bit of hoodwinked. I I will admit that Shrek late, later on went a bit 
crazy with it. And I, the later Treks, I've not seen the latest Trek, which I, I'm told is actually quite good. The uh, the third and the fourth Trek were just awful. Mm. Um, I like, yeah, I like, I don't like things that take itself too seriously either. I didn't like uh, the Beauty and the Beast remake. I didn't like Maleficent. I didn't like uh, what Hansel and Gretel, the Jeremy Renner, and I want to say Haley Atwell, but I might be mistaken. Uh, that would that t- ticked off a load of red flags for me. I didn't know, not for me. But I also like, oh, oh, 1980. Oh, what's a fairy tale here? Does like never ending story count as a fairy tale? I think so. Yeah, I like 1980s where the tropes hadn't really become a thing yet. So filmmakers were still trying out lots of different crazy things. So Princess Bride, I love uh, uh, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen, one of my all time favorite films. If yeah. you haven't seen it, I highly recommend that. But yeah, as long as things aren't trying too hard, I think it's great. <laughs> nice. Um, I quite like Maleficent. I wouldn't say it's up there with my favourite thing. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'd say, uh, I don't know if I have a favourite. Things that come to mind, though. I, I so There are some things that I liked until they got a bit rubbish and then I didn't like them anymore. Um, do you but... like it when fairy tales are a bit more lighthearted or do you like it when they're a bit more like original recipe, like the Grimm's brothers? I don't think there's enough enough there to just have the <laughs> just stick with the original thing i like it when people do like interesting stuff with it like the uh, first couple of shreks like you say and mm-hmm. the good shreks were quite good um <laughs> and uh the um uh, jenny and i uh, my wife and i should say we used to watch uh once upon a time uh which started oh, out Oh, i did like once upon a time at the start and then it got a bit too crazy yeah, well, it just it, it wanted to keep going. So then it's just like, now we're going to do Aladdin for a series. Now we're going to do um, mm. uh, 101 Dalmatians for a series. And when it got to that point, it just got a bit, I just got a bit bored of it. Yeah. Now the main bad guy who's been the main bad guy for the first few seasons. They're not the main bad guy anymore. There's an even worse bad guy out there. And that person is now a good guy. Yeah. Mm. I like the... I, I like the relationships and stuff. And I said just anything with good relationships, I think is quite good. Yeah. And then you throw in like kind of playing with genres and stuff. It's quite good until they do too many, but want to keep it going anyway. Yeah. Then, um, but yeah, nice. Anyway, uh, if you, uh, if you enjoy the show, I hope you can share, like subscribe. Uh, do you want to say something to your um, bow battalion? Ah, or- my hobos. Yes, I would love to remember the rule of respect. Re- reciprocity that's i can't even say it but if Remember you the... like our stuff we'll like your stuff yeah indeed there's your inspiration i think you had it from last time to be fair um, need it i rolled nothing but 20s except for all those times i rolled a four all right well uh, thanks everybody bye bye